everyone. My name is Wendy Batts and I'm here with Ken Miller and we are excited to have you on the Random Fit Show today. Um, I know this topic is something that we are super, super excited about, but before we get started, Ken, how are you doing today? <laughs> I am wonderful. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, when you're uh, visiting uh, the lovely city of San Diego, California, there's a lot worse places to be <laughs> at any so time jealous. of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, today we are talking yeah. about freeing your mind and having the rest to follow, which is is basically what we're talking about is, is going to be along the lines of meditation. And I think that this topic falls um, at a very appropriate time because this month is Stress Awareness Month. And it has been acknowledged since uh, 1992. So, you know, there's been stress well before that, but the fact that we actually have a month to discuss it, talk about it and think about it, I think uh, says a lot about how much stress we really do have in this world and how, you know what, that because there's so many causes of stress, not just with family, but with work. And I mean, there's so many different stressors out there and ways that people are learning to deal with stress, one of them being meditation. And one of the reasons why we thought today would be an appropriate day to talk about it, because I know I am horrible at it and I'm trying to get better <laughs> at uh, learning yeah. to meditate or learning to find positive ways to take my stress from within and move it out in the universe. <laughs> yes, just let it let it go. Let just it go. Let it go. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, and it's really funny, Wendy, that you and I are just researching meditation, and we've had those discussions um, regarding meditation and and the fact that before we even did the research, we're like, okay, I need to, I need to kind of sit down, center myself before I take on the rest of the day. So when we when we had that podcast on Newcom and getting centered and being able to realize you know, what's, you know, the stress that's within you and trying to figure out, okay, how do we get our minds to relax so that we can focus on um, what else is ahead of us, whether it's because you're stressed because of lack of sleep, which, you know, again, if we're traveling, you know, having lack of sleep is a source of stress. Because um, even though, you know, some people might say, oh, you get to stay in a hotel, you get to travel, you get to see places. Well, that's, that's actually the opposite. <laughs> when we're traveling, for work, we are working. You know, you, your 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 sleep is only going so deep because your mind's still going. Because the one thing you don't want to do is sleep through your alarm, right? And even then, so your mind doesn't truly get that opportunity to rest. So, um, when it comes to you know this topic of medication, meditation, we uh, we didn't realize that it was uh, Stress Awareness Month until. I guess just a, a week or two ago, <laughs> but you know, so the timing of, of finding that out was was really, you know, was really fortunate because here's the thing, like you said, Wendy, we all experience stress in some way, shape, or form. We all experience it in different ways, which we'll go over in a little bit. But one of the, the I guess, the cheap and easy way to go about managing stress um, is through meditation. And like, like we both said earlier, it's like, you know, we've, you know, we've, we've had our discussions and we know it's good for us. But when you're busy with family and work and some travel these days on top of the current economic climate, you know, how do you find something that you can just stop for a moment and do? And that's where I guess, the, the, you know, the more I read about meditation, it wound up being like, oh, geez, I, I really have no excuses to not do this for, for a lot of reasons, you know? 
I 100% agree. And, I, you know, when we kind of started looking into it, I couldn't believe the different forms of medication or medic. Yeah, now you've got me saying it. Meditation. <laughs> that, uh, I guess medications that are out there, too. But, you know, I mean, when you think about meditation, it actually helps people reduce, you know, they're um, having to take some medications if they're, you know, working on mm -hmm. depression or anxiety yeah. and stuff. And, and it is amazing to see the positive benefits that meditation can have. And, you know, when we're really thinking about the definition of meditation, we're really talking about bringing the self-awareness and attention within yourself and trying to calm your mind and try to find inner peace. And that is very, very challenging. It's very challenging for me, as well as a lot of other people out there. And, you know, I, and so just know you're not alone. <laughs> I have to say that because it really is something, Ken, you're really good at saying, why don't you go new calm? Or why don't you go and just meditate, take some deep breaths? I mean, having also, yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the people on your team that's gonna help you know, remind you that, you know, sometimes you just need to take a moment, find that one like central spot that you can just quiet your mind. And, and it's amazing how much more productive you are too, long-term. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and one of the things uh, that I often, I mean, just within myself, you know, just reflecting on how I experience stress, you know, I'm, I'm like a lot of other, I'll say a lot of males out there that kind of are really good at containing your emotions and actually just kind of tucking it away and just stowing it in a in a cabinet deep dark someplace and you know <laughs> maybe visit it. So when we talk about stress and and the reasons, because if you, here's the thing, if you're denying your stress, you're going to deny the things that you need to do to take care of stress. And one of the things that you, I guess you and I both came across, Wendy, was that Harris poll at, at the end of uh, February 2021, looking at um, you know, the, the state of the American, American health, right, as of 2020. And, you know, you're talking about just stress galore uh, mm -hmm. from, from that standpoint. So uh, just to read off a couple points that we saw from this, from this Harris poll, majority of adults, 61% reported experiencing undesired weight changes. I'm throwing myself in that bucket <laughs> since the start of the pandemic uh, with more than uh, two and five saying that they gained more weight than they intended. So they acknowledge, okay, we're, we're going to gain some weight, but they they actually gain more than that. Um, you know, so you have weight gain, and then you have the amount of sleep, people sleeping, you know, more than they had planned to or not enough, right? Then that's going to add into the whole, you know, the mix of, of stress that you could be. I mean, the thing is with stress, it could be just such a slow creep, right? Just gradually builds and builds and builds. So it's not like one big event. You just have all these factors compounding, um, you know, so you're talking about sleep and, you know, there's how many webinars that NASM has uh, produced discussing the importance of sleep. Um, weight gain, we all know that, you know, that can be a part of, uh, you know, the metabolic, you know, factors that go into being at risk for, for disease and, um, you know, not to mention COVID. But also now we're talking about, you know, healthcare being effective because people lost jobs. And and then if you had kids at home, <laughs> there's just all these things. You put all that together and there's your stress. I mean, we've always had stress um, throughout the decades. And it's just what we're stressing about is a little bit different today versus even what it was four years ago. So looking at stress and being able to acknowledge it and and, and see that it's there and embrace it 
if you will. <laughs> just, just know that it's there and accept that it's a fact of life um, is the first step in understanding why we need to incorporate behaviors such as meditation. Yeah. And I thought, you know, when we were looking at statistics and looking at the different populations, I know for me, it was very eye opening when they were talking about Gen Z adults. And and I say adults, uh-huh. but when you're looking at because I was like, well, what exactly is is Gen Z? Because, you know, I get confused between Gen Z and Gen X and baby, you know, I know what a baby boomer is and obviously millennials and stuff. But I mean, we're looking at that age group that's from six to 24 and they were at the highest at 46% had increased stress since the pandemic. And you're thinking, okay, well, Mm -hmm. why would you be stressed at six? Well, okay, you're not going to school. You can't see your friends. You know, Mm -hmm. you're limited now because, you know, you know, I know me as a parent, I'm trying to, you know, reduce stress or uh, screen time with my kid. However, he's he's bored or like we've got to do work. And, you know, it really is. It's a challenge for everyone. And so I think, like I said, I know we're talking about stress right now and we're talking about meditation, you know, and how meditation can help. But just realize that it's really this whole pandemic and everything has affected so many people. And even at the age of six, apparently you can really be stressed out and it's, it can be a struggle. And so um, one of the things that we're going to talk about later, and I'll actually bring to the forefront, I have a five-year-old and, you know, we have actually started to incorporate like different apps with him and he loves it. And so we do it every night before bed and it's been really good for me too. And so I think it's like, you got to find your, your go-to, you know? And so, um, I don't know. I found it very fascinating when looking at that poll. And uh, if you guys get a chance, again, it's the Harris poll. It was released in February of 2021, as Ken just mentioned. But those of you guys that are just joining us, we are at the Random Fit Show. We're talking about freeing your mind and the rest will follow. I'm Wendy Batts and I'm here with Ken Miller. And Ken, why don't you kind of take us into the to the next uh, little category we're going to discuss? Okay, so when we when we're talking about medicine first of all i think you've already mentioned it wendy but for those of us that like you just said are just popping in here onto this onto this podcast when we look at meditation and what it is basically it's 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 a a technique right there are varying techniques that you can use to help you know increase awareness and improve focus right so you know just like all the things that we might uh stereotype you know take take meditation just kind of put those stereotypes on it's just you know, um, and breathing and focus on your breath and thinking about your, your, you know, just being in the now, all of that stuff. So anything that brings up awareness or raises awareness about yourself and your current state of being, as well as, you know, your, your attention and focus. So if you, if you're, let's say you're, you are, if you are feeling okay and, and you are feeling somewhat stressed and you know you have a big project or a big event that you have to get ready for and be present for, you want to be focused on that. So the same techniques you might use to just figure out, okay, where are you? What's your state, current state of being uh, are the same techniques that you can use to, to gain awareness and focus for the event that you're going to be a part of. So that way you're present, you're, you're limiting distractions and that way, every fiber of your being could be involved with what you're participating because, you know, different things have different weight in our days and our lives. So meditation can definitely help with that. Um, but, you know, just to kind of touch on some of the physical aspects of what stress can do to you and why you need to address um, those stressful factors through meditative practices. One, um, 
you know, blood pressure, you know, blood pressure, having high blood pressure can be a, a sign of, of, of stress or it can be an effect of stress, like what we talked about already. Lack of sleep, carrying too much weight, um, anxiety, depression, um, being more susceptible to illnesses and, and being sick. Um, all these things, you know, some people, you know, they might have like rashes might break out or, or even, you know, just from personal experience, you have cases of shingles that you have <laughs> and your immune system is just shut down and all of that stuff. So when you think about meditation, those are just different ways of, of being able to address that. So when it comes to meditation, it's just a different, you know, there's different formats that you can incorporate as far as giving yourself um, an opportunity to, to center. But, you know, one of the, again, looking at the history of meditation, oh my goodness, Wendy, going back into how many, you know, like 300 BC or 220 BC, they've, they found writings of, of behaviors and practices that are representative of what someone might do for, for meditation. So if you think about, okay, here we are in 2021 and talking about meditation, you wouldn't think, okay, well, what did they have to stress about back then in the year 20 or the year 30 or the year yeah. 200, right? To where they had to sit down and just go, okay, this sandstorm, this, this, uh, this plague that we're experiencing or whatever it is, it will pass. I just got to focus on the now, be here, be present, right? These ancient Egyptians, uh, Romans as well, they found writings back then showing that they've had to incorporate um, behaviors and practices that help calm them down. So I found that actually really interesting about the history of meditation, that it can be, it, you know, it can be found being practiced way back then. Absolutely. And I think another one of the statistics that I found that I thought was interesting was the one in, like, there was the World Parliament of Religions that was held in Chicago and what was it, 1893? Mm -hmm. And it was a landmark event that increased Western awareness of meditation. So I found that fascinating. And this was the first time that the Western audiences of America, like, that on our soil actually held these different types of techniques um, that were you know, never practiced before. And so it's like, when you think about it, it's been around for a very long time and there's been so many benefits. And so, you know, when you're looking at the history and you think, okay, where are we today? And you look at, you know, I looked at like the, the last thing that I found was in January, 2021. And what I thought was interesting is it's estimated that 200 to 500 million people meditate worldwide. I mean, that's a lot of people. Ken, there should be a lot yeah. of people that are free of stress. And they said 14% of Americans have <laughs> meditated at least once. And it, that it, you know, and for the people that practice it, it really can improve anxiety to over 60%. And so, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I just need to find that time. And, you know, it comes back to all the other yeah. stuff that we've talked about. You've got to make time for self-care and, you know, and awareness and, and meditation or just anything that can calm your mind to make you a better um, is, is only going to help. And so, like I said, when I started looking at these statistics, I'm like, if there's that many people doing it, I need to be a part of that. <laughs> so, so maybe that's what I'm missing in my life. And it, like I said, you know, I do it with my family and we, mm -hmm. we make it a family affair and it's actually, I think it brings us closer too, because, you know, and, and we'll talk about the ones that we watch, especially with a five-year-old that he finds fascinating. And every night he's like, I'm ready to meditate. And I, I love it. I love uh -huh. every bit of it. 
And so, and I know we're going to kind of talk about some of the like more popular ones. We'll kind of get into a little bit more about that, you know, with the first one of your mindful meditation. And obviously that's where you're paying attention to your thoughts as they're passing through your mind, which yeah. is what we've really been talking to about. And the big thing too is, you know, you have to let it go. Like for me, when I try to meditate and become quiet, I think about, oh, my laundry list or my to-do list of things oh, I've yeah. got to get done. And you just have to be able to, to accept the fact that you've got things you're going to have to do, but then you just have to give yourself a, a chance to let it go. And I think the mindful awareness um, or the mindful meditation is one of the more popular ones because that's what uh -huh. we hear the most about. And so, and I think that's one obviously that you're, you're very good at. <laughs> you're good at a lot of them, but I know I, that. I yeah. try. I try. Well, I mean, if you think, okay, when you, when you wake up in the morning, right, sometimes you'll have, you know, there's people out there that will have a morning routine. So you'll get up, maybe do a little mobility work, you'll journal, you might read for 20 minutes, but also just sitting there and, and performing five, 10 minutes of meditation and it's just and this is where again practicing the different techniques i didn't realize that first of all when we when we looked up uh the different techniques when you look at what books are out there and what's on there on the on the web you know there was anywhere from the five best techniques to the 23 best techniques and you know mindfulness um was one of those that when you talk about when you discuss self-talk and and you're and you're figuring out, okay, well, what are my, what's my thought pattern and what can I do to bring, you know, bring positivity into how I look at things in life. So if you notice that there's a trend of negative talk, like I'm fat, I'm weak, I'm lazy and all this stuff. Now you can say, okay, now I notice a trend. You're being mindful of what thoughts are going through your head. And so if you notice that the talk in your head is less than positive, now you can start to redirect and come up with a different line or a different response to some of the things that you might say about yourself. So if you say, well, I'm weak, I'm lazy. Well, it's like, well, I'm weak, but today I am going to do X, Y, and Z to make myself stronger. So to look at, you know, the mindfulness techniques, you just, again, track, you're not trying to affect your breathing. You're not trying to slow down your heart. You're just watching what pops into and out of your head. And if you can reduce stress by getting rid of that negative talk by having and this is stuff that they've shown through research is just being more positive or having more of a positive response to your thought process can in and of itself have a lowering uh, can help lower anxiety and stress just by how you look at things so that's where mindfulness meditation really can come into play and this is again something that I need to be better at and do more regularly, just like a lot of people. But like you said, Wendy, about 200 to 500 million people, you know, around the world, which means that you could be on a bus, you could be on a train, you could be on a plane, and that person you're sitting next to, the second they close their eyes, they could just be meditating. They be, they could be monitoring their thoughts. So it could it could be just as easy as that when it comes to incorporating at least one of the techniques for meditation. And I thought, yeah, you bring up a really good one with, with mindfulness being that first one, just because it just how you look at things without even changing anything else, how you look at things can lower stress in and of itself. 
Yes. Another right. one yeah. that, that, uh, that was a big one was the, you know, the spiritual meditation. And so mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, for that one, you're sitting in silence, you're having this deep connection between like your, your surroundings, your, your spirit, your body, and then mm-hmm. you're kind of having that deeper connection with your universe or, or whatever your beliefs are. And so right. that's oftentimes where you'll, you'll see people start to bring in the essential oils and, you know, and I mean, you guys can see I've got a diffuser in the back, you know, so I, I try to I try to throw in my yeah. little, you know, frankincense and stuff like that. My lavender to see <laughs> if I can, you know, I like I try and y'all I'm not good at it, but I do try. And um, but, you know, the, the the spiritual connection and stuff, I think, you know, um, mm-hmm. if you practice that, I mean, again, you're going to have to find the one that best fits you. But um, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, positive research about that one as well. And, you know, some people do it at home, especially now because you can't go to your place of worship, wherever that is. But, you know, um, you know, some people do it in, in yoga at the end of their yoga session. You know, sometimes they'll, they'll bring the lights down. They'll start to bring in the essential oils and they'll just say, take some time to spiritually meditate, you know, before you leave. And it's like, you know what? Good for them for incorporating that kind of stuff into their their, their some of their core courses because it really has shown to have a really positive benefit. Right, exactly. So again, this is, uh, this is, you're listening to The Random Fit Show with uh, me, Ken Miller, and Wendy Batts. And today we are talking about meditation, uh, something that I know that we all can use. And you know, great part, um, great points that you mentioned with uh, sp- the spiritual aspect of meditation. But the one that I find, um, actually that I found practicing and I didn't realize what it was called, but focused <laughs> meditation, right? Because, you know, here's the thing. I've got two kids. Life happens fast. You know, as soon as it comes time to to me, uh, for me to park and wait for them to get out of school so I can pick them up, if I just give myself five more minutes, right, I can actually sit there in the car and just sit and focus on my breathing and just slow the day down because it's one thing to go from one thing to the next because as soon as I drop them off, I'm like, all right, great. I have five hours to get whatever work I need to get done, train whatever clients I have on my schedule, and then it's time to pick them up. But if I don't slow down, then the day just goes from one end to the next before I even know it. So um, again, I love my kids, (laughs) so (laughs) I want to make sure that I enjoy every moment I have with them. So one of the things I do is I'll sit there and I'll just close my eyes again, trying with every being of my fiber, every fiber of my being to not fall asleep, but just to focus, <laughs> slow the day down and know that, okay, I have another two to three hours to hang out with my children, help them with their homework. And you know that way, whatever stress that I've had from the beginning of the day, I also don't carry it into my time with them. Because whatever happens after school, that's that's their time. None of what happened to me deserves to be placed upon them with with stress. So focusing on the fact that, okay, I'm here now, I'm here to be with my family, and I'm here to take on the rest of the day. So that focus meditation is one that, uh, like I said, ironically enough, is one that I'll I'll practice. And it doesn't even have to be that long. Two minutes, if I'm there two minutes ahead, five minutes ahead, best case scenario. I can just sit, relax, focus on myself, whether I'm looking at the car in front of me, the bell tower, or just focusing on my breathing. It's just bring myself into the now, into the present, and this is where I am before I take on the rest of the day. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think the big, the big thing about when you're thinking about the focus meditation is, is you're really just utilizing your five senses, like one of them, just focus on one of the five senses, whether it's, you know, touch, smell, you know, whatever. Um, and then really trying to hone in on that. And like you said, I mean, I, I don't practice that one as much as I should. However, one that I do really um, enjoy is the movement meditation one, which is the one we're going to talk about next, which basically mm-hmm. that's anything where it's kind of, you know, movement is just guiding you through through it. And so often people do it like in a flow class in yoga or mm-hmm. they'll go for a walk. And, and oftentimes when I'm walking my dogs or, you know, going to just go out for a walk by myself. It's just what is it that can just allow me to be me without my phone, without anything, and then really kind of just thinking through the day, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and then the positive things that you can do, like you said, to change your mindset. So you may leave one way and hopefully when you walk back through the door, you feel a sense of like, okay, it's almost like you've got a clean slate, take it, you know, take it in stride, literally each and every stride, and then, and just kind of let it kind of calm you down. And so, you know, some Uh people... You know, some people find just wandering, that's where they find peace. And so, you know, go for a hike in the woods or just just find some time for yourself. And for me, I like to be active. I don't uh-huh. sit well. I'm not a very good sitter <laughs> right. because I feel guilty unless I'm in my computer sitting down, like doing work. But I mean, just taking time to sit. So it's like, you know what, if, if, if you're like me and you like to be active and you like to move, then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe look into movement meditation. Maybe that's that's where you can do it in order to try to take deep breaths. Think about your your like you said, your breathing and, yeah. and really try to calm yourself. So, yeah, no, this is this is uh, this is a great. I mean, again, especially coming from this format of, you know, the Random Fit podcast, you know, powered by the National Academy of Sports Medicine, which we are a personal training, a movement based industry. Right. That's what we're about. So. Um, one of the things that I, you know, and I've, I've shared this with you, Wendy. So when we've had a chance to travel together, you know, you get off, you know, get off the plane, you're in your hotel room, you put your stuff down and you just realize you've been sitting down for two or three hours on that plane. Right. And, you know, in the, on top of whatever drive it took for you to get from the airport to the hotel. So from, from that vantage point, movement, movement meditation is a great thing to do just to get the blood flowing again. And then, you know, if I have those times when I'm sitting out sleeping in a hotel and I can't get to sleep, or if I wake up early, then, you know, that's a great moment to, you know, perform uh, some, some zoo movements. So with our, with our buddy, Nathan Helberg, you know, doing three movements could be a frog squat kicks it and um, you know, some, some cobras, right. And you just do a sequence for 20 seconds and Repeat that two to three times. It gets the blood flowing, improves mobility, but also helps you get centered on your body through movement. So, and you mentioned yoga. I'm I'm trying to do more yoga, as it is. But uh, you know that movement part is just one great way to kill you know two birds with one stone from from a meditation and a body standpoint. Yes, and then the next one, you know, too, another one that we're going to talk about is mantra meditation. I am definitely not good with this one (laughs) Um, because (laughs) because this is more of like repetitive 
sounds and like, you know, kind of the, this is where you would find that one word and you're focusing in on that one word and repeating it over because it's that word that calms you, you know, like it's your safe word. And, you know, oftentimes you hear the ums, you know, and yeah. you think of that different kind of chanting, but that's basically what it is. And I, I'm not good at it. It's really hard for me to focus when someone around is doing that. Cause I'm like, what are they doing? Um, mm -hmm. However, if, again, if you look at all the research uh, there are so many positive benefits because it you're taking the focus out of the silence of like, I mean, if you can't silence your mind, which I'm not good at, maybe this is the, the way to go as well. But that was one that uh, when I read, I was like, huh, it's mentioned, but I am not doing that one. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing it well, but not saying I will never do it, but that's definitely not one that I focus on. <laughs> right now that's in, I think, what was it? Uh, what was that movie with um, about Tina Turner with, um, Anyway, that was one of the practices that they show that Tina Turner did would she would do between shows, right? Or when she was about to go on stage, it was a way for her to center herself. And if I'm remembering right, you know, she'd light a little incense and then she she'd recite a chant over and over and over again to get herself centered. So um, even the greats like Tina Turner has been shown to do uh, some form of meditation. So uh, <laughs> so getting down the list. Uh, the one that I will kind of fast forward you to is uh, the progressive relaxation. Now, I didn't realize that with progressive relaxation, this is something that I've done with my teams. So after we've done the workout and we've done the cool down, so they've done their static stretching, you know, just to one way to get them settled, you know, get them ready for the, for the next part of their day. Because, again, I was working as a strength conditioning coach at the university, so you know, before they go on to their class, before we traveled, you'd get them to do a little little bit of progressive relaxation. And and the practice that I did it in and the format and how I performed it was I just have them lay on their backs, arms relaxed, legs nice and straight, arms to their side, and I just have them close their eyes and I would have them focus on different regions of the body. So if you're listening right now and if you have an opportunity to lay down, just go ahead and lay down, relax, you know, just pay attention to your breathing, nice and slow, controlled. And what I'd have them do, and let's just take football, for example, I'd say, okay, think about your, your calf. Think about the calf complex. You're feeling the blood flow, feeling those muscles relax from all the tension that you've put in through the, through the lower leg. And now let's think about the thigh. As you're breathing, nice and slow, from hips to knees, think about that area, nice and relaxed all the tension that we've put on them from the lunges and the squats and the jumps, all that tension is going away. And then as we work our way up to the core, you're feeling your diaphragm lower down and your belly distend. You're feeling your rib cage expand as you take those nice deep breaths in, nice and controlled in and out. And now we're working on the shoulders and the chest and the neck. And then now as we're breathing, all that tension that we tend to put in our upper body, we're getting that to go away, melt away as you breathe in and exhale all that stress out. So in the end, while I've gone through all the regions of the body, they focused on their lower body, up through the midsection, up to their upper body, out through their arms, just watching their breathing. I'm not having them purposefully slow down their breath. They are just conscious of their breath, but they're also conscious of the fact that they are allowing, they're giving their body permission to relax. So when we talk about progressive relaxation, that's just 
moving your thoughts from different parts of your body, thinking about what stress was there, and then now letting it go away. You give it permission to let go of stress. So progressive relaxation. I didn't realize that that was a form of meditation. I was just getting them to relax and, and incorporate that as part of their cool down. So that was one form that I didn't realize I was doing, but was a form of meditation. There you go. See, I use the Norma Tech boots to do that. <laughs> I just have it fill up the yeah. cells for me and then I let it out. So, uh, let yeah. What happened to you? Again, yeah. I need to find other ways without my recovery tools in order to find peace within myself. Um, yes. But of course, you know, we can keep going. I know like this mm -hmm. podcast could probably be like two hours, but you know, there is the love and kindness oh, yeah. one where you're opening your, your heart up to being, you know, to loving mm -hmm. others and accepting love from others. And then I know that, that you have actually a ritual in your visualization meditation, which is another one if you want to talk to us about that one. Well, we kind of we kind of talked about that a little bit when we talked about the focus meditation. But overall, it's just all it is is just you think about what's going to happen in your day and you just imagine it happening. Right. So if I've got a big meeting and I'm leading the meeting, I'm imagining that I'm clear and I'm concise with my words. I am picturing myself being confident and I'm 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 picturing the 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 people in front of me, whoever my audience is, they're receptive and they are, they are questioning and being involved with the conversation, whatever topic that I'm discussing that day. So when you talk about visualization, you just, you know, it'll, it'll help guide your brain into making the moves that are necessary for that image to happen. So again, if you're kind of thinking about, you know, thoughts and, and positive talk, this is the way I've interpreted it as a very close, I guess, practice to that. So thinking positively and imagining how your day is going to go, if it were to happen perfectly for you. Uh, a lot of great things about visualization, especially from an athletic standpoint, you know, those athletes that visualize themselves, you know, making the perfect, perfect pass or making that perfect catch or making that perfect play. A lot of the great ones do visualization. They see themselves doing the physical before it actually happens. So that's that's another practice worth um, visiting when it comes to meditation. I mean, we can. There are so many yeah. different forms that we could probably talk about all day. But you know, the, the yeah. big thing is, is for me, and one of the 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 biggest like wow moments for me when I was looking at this. I mean, there are so many different apps out there. There were so many mm -hmm. different ones that you can choose from. You can get for free, or you can pay right. a monthly subscription. And, you know, two of the biggest ones that um, that we researched, because, again, there are uh, there there are hundreds of different uh, meditation apps specifically. Yeah. But for me, I needed help. Like, I'm not good at just, you know, I need someone to kind of talk me through it or teach me. And um, two that that I personally have downloaded and one that I use, like I said, nightly, um, there's Calm that I know we were going to talk about and then Headspace. And when you think about these two, I mean, you know, if you look at how much they've grown and the revenue now, like how much these companies are worth, it shows that there really is a need for this. And, and these two specific apps, I mean, when you're thinking about um, Calm, you know, Calm was on track to hit 150 million in revenue in 2019. You know, so when you think about that, now they're estimating 150 to 200 in 2020. And then they don't even yeah. have obviously the numbers in 2021 yet. But, you know, they have over, you know, when we're talking about Calm specifically, they have over 4 million subscribers. 
So not just yeah. users, but subscribers. And then, you know, and when they did a valuation of that company, you ready for this? Valuation of just that company, which is a meditation app that really kind of tells you and reads. It's like it, it, there's more storytelling. It's worth $2 billion. Yeah. It was valued at $2 billion. So for <laughs> oh, all of us that think, you know, okay, meditation, it's kind of like, eh, you know, there's obviously a need and there, there's so it's growing so much, I think right now, especially, and I don't know if the pandemic made those numbers skyrocket or not, but um, I mean, it's been, it's sure been it around for, no, but, <laughs> but one thing I did find fascinating and maybe it's because I'm a mom that they were saying 60% of their users were females. <laughs> oh, but yeah. um, you know, so, and then you've got Headspace and Headspace is the one that I use um, with my son. And what I like about that one personally is, you know, um, they offered, you know, a free subscription for some, you know, for, for people when they were losing their jobs and stuff like that. But there are so many different ones and it actually teaches you how to meditate and they have some for yeah. little, little people. And so like my young guy, I mean, he goes and they have apps for like four and five year olds or I'm sorry, apps, they have kind of meditation choices for four and five year olds and there's animation to it. There's a calming voice so you can choose a male or a female. And it kind of shows like a little story that one of them was body scan. And it shows this cartoon guy like going through a scan of his entire body, which is what we just talked about when you were saying, you know, kind of feel this and do this or put your hand on your tummy. And they're only like a minute to three minutes long. Mm -hmm. They're, they're fantastic because their attention span obviously isn't very great. And so for that, we actually do three every night. He gets to choose them. So it's a big deal for him. And like I said, it's, it's really good because they're, it's helping my son like really value himself, learn more about himself, yep. try to become more in tune because you can't start too early as you, as you can see. And when we talked about the statistics, you know, from six year olds to 24 year olds, there was that 47% increase during the pandemic and it's continually like going up. I mean, it, finding something that everyone's going to be able to enjoy and that, that fits, I think that's, that's going to be extremely key. Yeah. I, and again, there were, there's, I think over a thousand different apps oh, when it yeah. comes to meditation and mindfulness and, you know, yeah, we could have gone four or five deep and I mean, but that's a whole different podcast altogether, <laughs> but with, with Headspace and Calm being the, uh, being the ones that, you know, came up as far as from the financial side of, of the industry. Um, and you and I have already discussed the uh, new Calm as one way of, Finding all finding all the benefits that meditation has to offer, but now we're using, um, you know, beta, delta, theta frequencies along with um, GABA disc to help offset, you know, the stress hormones uh, to help us get centered. So there there's a multitude of ways that we can find uh, relief from stress, and again, meditation is just one of the. You know, it's free if you know how to do it or if you just think about yourself for two minutes and control your breathing for two minutes. But there's definitely the, the advantage of using the apps like Headspace and, and Calm because, yeah, I mean, it's not something that they teach in schools, in a traditional school, right? So, you know, when was when was the last time in a formal environment that you were taught how to calm down, right? 
outside of being in a heated argument, tell someone like, hey, man, calm down. I was going right? to say, well, last fight, you know, somebody might have told me that. But uh, when they tell me that, there's other things that usually follow. That's yeah. not, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good stress reliever or not, yeah. but uh, maybe it is. It's, it's um, the opposite, actually. If you tell someone like, calm down, I, you calm down, I'm, I'm calm. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I guess I guess yeah. what you're telling me then our key takeaways, because, again, I know yeah. that like, we could talk about this all day, but our, our key takeaways would probably be find time for yourself. You know, take yep. take a moment, find some sort of meditation or practice that's going to work for you because it's only mm -hmm. going to help increase your health overall. It's going to make you a better individual. It's going to make you more focused, more balanced. You're going to be better at everything that you do because you've actually just taken time to find out what is stressing you out and then what are ways to cope. And so that's something that I have. That was my 2021 goal was to find mm -hmm. ways to try to, you know, just be in, be present because I'm always right. thinking 20 steps ahead of all the stuff that needs to get done. And if you focus so much on the future, you really do miss out on the present um, and you can't do anything about the past, but learn from it. So, so well, take but, the, I know, right. So yeah. those are my parting words. Ken, I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that? Well, the biggest thing is that, first of all, I didn't realize I was meditating with half the techniques I was using already. So <laughs> with that being said, it doesn't take much. You know, it, it, if you give yourself two minutes, I mean, two minutes, one time a day, you know, it doesn't have to be the full on 20 minute sit down, see, you know, sit down session, turn down the lights, make sure everything's quiet. You don't have to have the perfect setting. Like I said, I'm sitting in a car waiting for that bell to ring and then I'm going. That's it. You know, it doesn't have to be complicated. And I think one of the reasons why more people don't do it is probably because they realize they they think it's there's a lot more to it than there really has to be. So mm -hmm. just keep it simple. Anything that for all the points that you brought up, Wendy, is just slow down your day. Life happens fast. Um, if you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about the past. You're not in the now, and now is the only thing that matters. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess with that as a closing statement, um, I'll just say, hey, thank you for being here with us now and listening to this pod podcast from Random Fit um. with, both, um, with both Wendy Bats and me, Ken Miller, on this episode on meditation. So if you like what you hear or love what you heard about uh, what we had to say about meditation, like, follow, subscribe wherever you've listened to podcasts and Hopefully, we'll be able to see you soon at another podcast. So on behalf of Wendy and I, thank you for being here with us today. Namaste. And uh, take care and be well.